Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Hello. How's it going? Hey. It's going well. Oh, good. Uh, are you watching The Boys? I am watching The Boys. I have oh. I've watched it a while ago. I finished it. Damn it. That's not what I meant to ask you. What? I meant to ask you if you're watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> Um, I watched the first episode and part of the second. I have to finish off the second episode. Okay. Uh, I finished with, well, I'm caught up, but I will not spoil the rest of episode two for you. What do you think of it? Well, so I got far? up to the part. I like it. I got up to the part where uh, he meets um, Isaiah Bradley. Mm. The Black yeah. Captain America. <laughs> this is gonna be an exciting really intense marvel tv shows are intense man yeah i do not like u.s agent or the other captain or the other captain america he looks i don't know i don't know Garbage. i can't get yeah i was listening to uh the recap that mr sunday movies does for the weekly planet mm-hmm. and he he dug up a word that i had forgotten about so after the first episode and it closes on that uh, Captain America, he was like, and who's this goober? I was like, goober, <laughs> he's a goober. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, he couldn't have been more right. I was like, man, Mr. Sunday Movies really got, got that yeah, right. It's like, it's, like, it's like if there's a knockoff Captain America, it's that guy. Right. I'm like, I know the idea is that you don't like him at all because he's like, crap. He's he's not Steve Rogers. He's not as good. You're like, oh. I mean, who, who knows? Maybe he'll get better. I mean, probably not. He's probably going to be evil. Right? Eh. I don't I see like him as being evil. <laughs> I don't see him as being evil. I see him as being government controlled, and like okay. just he's like he's not evil. He just does his job because, and it just happens to be for the government, even though it's mm-hmm. like hard choices he has to make, that kind of thing. I got to say, the Flag uh, Smashers or whatever. I forgot the name of it. So bad. Yeah, Flag Smashers. Okay, great. I don't necessarily disagree with their, uh, like, message. I don't think it should be... One world, one people? One world, one people, yes. But getting rid of half the population again? No, certainly not. (laughs) It's really mean. Well... I mean, maybe things are better when the when the blip happened, as they say. It, it probably like, like everyone came together. There was no war for five years. All the conflict stopped because of you know what yeah. happened. Probably, it, it, it's probably Thanos was probably right. So yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But that's what you get when you like when you change the motivation there instead of it being like, can I impress my would be girlfriend to? Wouldn't it be nicer on the uh, limited resources the Earth has or the universe has if I halved the population? Yeah, I would have preferred, can I impress my would-be girlfriend? You know? <laughs> the, un- the unrequited love that I get. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, talk about unrequited. Yeah. Be like, like I made I, this. And she's like, friends out. Kill the universe Sorry. for you. Do you love me yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a lot more like interesting. Like, oh, my God, I feel your pain, man. He's like, thanks. Mm, that's too much, right? <laughs> I'm going to turn my camera around because you need to look at my cat. 
Please look at my cat. Oh, uh, she's just having the time of her life. That upside down head business is my favorite thing on this earth. <laughs> take a picture and post it on the Twitter feed so everybody can know what I'm talking about when the time comes. My cat is the cutest of cats. She just cannot help herself. There we go. I'm going to put you in the picture too. Smile. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to have the little computer in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've decided to make a vacation plan. So this will be exciting. I'm sure this is thrilling for everybody who wants to hear about this show. It's too bad. We're having a chat. Uh, we're going to Montana with our flight credit from not being able to go to Italy. Really? From Italy to Montana? That's kind of a, you know. I know. I'm not sure how international travel is going to work for the year. So uh, if you don't use the credit, you lose the credit. And as uh, by the time September rolls around, and if I'm being honest, by the time May rolls around, I'll be fully vaccinated person. So, I think with the international travel, I think it's you can travel as long as it's not, it's not like a red country. That's how it was, but like every country be a red country except New Zealand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Australia. No, I, think you, I think you can travel to the UK. You just have to have a test three days before you come. You you go there and like three days after. Before you leave, three days before you leave. I have to have no tests to go to Montana. (laughs) Uh, And I get three national parks there. So, all right. We'll be hiking in Glacier and Yellowstone and Grand Teton national parks. Nice. And so that's exciting. Uh, We're big into nature and stuff like that. I would have liked to have gone to like Kansas, Kansas, though. With, for the uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, Kansas City. Kansas Negro City, yeah. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah? 2,000% go. I went, and it's amazing. Because I know I know that they included the Negro League stats into the MLB now. Yeah, they did. Although some of those stats are harder to, like, tabulate because the record-keeping wasn't as prolific. Like, Satchel Page's uh, old records – like, I'm sure they're accurate, but then, then again, he's like, how old am I? Who knows? Everybody says yeah. they played with me, whether they're 100 or they're 40, you know? Hey, yeah. what's <laughs> happening here? Pew, pew, pew. And then he's out of here. <laughs> but it kind of, it just really sad and it bugs me that, like, baseball had to, like, it's now, and in, they included it now. It's like. Wait a little couldn't... more. Take your time, gents. Yeah, but still. I know. They, it's they it's, it's like. It's like really, I can't play baseball because you're you're afraid I might be better than you, or be, or you know. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> because all of those players were significantly better. Yeah. Uh, but that museum is—it's right next to a jazz museum as well, uh, and that is a really cool museum. Although my husband is a jazz guitar player, and they didn't have as many jazz guitar players in the museum as he would have liked. He's like, yeah, I get the singers are cool and everything, but uh, and he starts naming well, guitar players, and I'm like, oh my. Well, BB King and Muddy Waters have to be there. Well, they're there, but like he likes a lot of like obscure, but they're not obscure if you're a jazz guitar player. They're like the most common if you're that. But I'm neither thing, so I'm like everything. I'm like, ooh, elephant Carol. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Well, I'm sure they had like Miles. They have to have like Miles yeah. Davis and Coltrane and. I'm 
like like me seeing that stuff as a basic as the basic bitch edition is like, <laughs> like ooh, but like to somebody like in it they're like there should be a bigger display for this guy or whatever and i'm like, like there's so many more people you know, like, they could put in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he liked it anyway like he wasn't like i hate it he was like i love everything <sighs> criminally underrated <laughs> <laughs> jazz guitar player is out there and i'm like okay terrific and then we went next door to the negro leagues hall of fame and then we went to the national mint you can go watch them make money we watched them make money that's cool i was like "Ooh, look they're making money you can't have any of it and they let you feel how heavy a gold brick is too heavy how heavy is a gold brick it is like just under 30 pounds it's like 27 pounds so then all those heist movies that yeah. I watch where they're like transporting gold bricks is just ridiculous. You get maybe two gold bricks, you know? <laughs> and that's it. Like I look, they you pull like a lever uh, to feel like the actual weight of it. I was like, bruh, there's no way you are shoveling 10 of these into a backpack. Like absolutely. They'll fit in a backpack, but no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So you're like telling me Andre that Andre the Giant on your back and being like fireman carrying him out to somewhere. No, you're not. So you're telling me that Battlefield Earth <laughs> is not like <laughs> is not accurate when it comes to like transporting gold. Oh my god, you would uh, I couldn't believe it. And on its own, I guess like 27 pounds isn't that many pounds. Like I've lifted heavy boxes that weigh that much, but mm-hmm. like in such a small little like old bricks only like that big like it's just not that big it's not but it's heavy so heavy i was like well that took me out of every heist didn't it (laughs) (laughs) you just destroyed all the heist movies for me yeah well that's okay because i visited money i was like look it's what i don't have a lot of i have i have a fair amount but not not mint money. And then we're making 20s. I was like, oh, give me 20s. Nice. Give me all those 20s. And they were like, no. They run your ID and everything to make sure you're not. You're not like taking them. Be like, give me those 20s. <laughs> well, they say if you rob a mint and like start distributing the money, the money loses its value. How? Because basically like if everyone has it and everyone's buying stuff, like the go, I think, what is it they said? Yeah, the, it, the value because like everybody has it. Yeah, I thought you meant like if I had uh, like $20 from a heist and I went in and bought something and the cashier <laughs> took it and was like, it's going to be $22 if you're going to use heist dollars. <laughs> we have a heist tax. Yeah. <laughs> this is a devalued 20 because it's a heist 20 and we all know it. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, here's a heist five. <laughs> Which uh, is actually a seven. It's actually seven bucks. all right this week i have no intro into any of this sorry sorry everybody no smooth segue today okay we watched maternal instinct episode 20 of season three stargate sg1 oh we're almost at season four no it's getting real deal this episode's real deal i remember almost nothing of what happened but i remember one of the characters and their future appearances on the show uh and i also remember beretak 
because a wormhole opens up and Braytech comes through with an injured Jaffa and the Tulak was attacked by Apophis. I have a question. Tulak gets attacked by Apophis and Teal'c is like, oh no, that's terrible. He did not inquire about his son or wife. Well, they're not on Tulak. Where are they? Remember when uh, did we back when uh, they find Ryak and he's brainwashed by Apophis? Right, I remember that. Yeah, they put him on another planet. Oh, I thought they sent him back to Chulak, and that's when no. she, the wife, like married, like. No, that no, she married. She married. Teal. She married backup Teal, but then th- that's an episode afterwards. Mm. Oh, and the go, son's still not there. Yeah, because he takes his son and his wife and they go to like one of the alpha sites that they have. Mm. And they're living okay. there now. So he's not, they're not on Chulak. All right. I didn't remember that. Uh, Braytek's Jaffa that he brought with him isn't going to make it. He's going to die. He does die. Yeah, he goes and he goes, uh, you're the bravest Jaffa I've ever seen. And Teal's just like looking at him like, excuse me. (laughs) Standing right there. Teal'd be like, am I even in the room? It's like, dude, I'm like, I'm still here. As soon as he dies, he's like, don't worry about it, Teal. I mean, you got to say nice things to people as they die. You know how it is. He's dying. (laughs) <laughs> you're the bravest Jaffa I've ever seen like excuse me he's like <clears throat> second maybe <laughs> uh break tech's like I feel so old and Apophis wiped out Chulak and and he thinks they're looking for the Harsesis child break having a case of the olds and the pity parties he's like I'm sorry yeah he is he's having like a crisis He's like 100, uh, a hundred year crisis. Right. He's like 180 or something. It's my midlife crisis. I'm going to go buy a Ferrari. <laughs> and get a young uh, maiden. Mm-hmm. They know that the baby is on a planet called Geb. The heart ceases baby. Uh, is it Geb or Keb? Keb. And uh, the Gould are afraid to go to Keb because they all wind up dying every time they tried to go there. And then I put this quote in quotes. Uh, if they are really gods, then why would they fear anything? I guess that's part of what convinced Braytac that they weren't actually gods. Yeah. I mean, that can't be, I mean, that can't be true because, I mean, they had lesser gods in Greek that were afraid of, in, that were afraid of Zeus, weren't they? Um, everybody was afraid of Zeus because uh, he was the king of the gods. But um, Zeus are also up. To, they're all up to bad behavior. They have like a lot of human flaws, the Greek gods. But that is what people worship. Part of like what was worshipable about them was their fallibility. They weren't really afraid. Afraid, although Zeus was pretty afraid of Hera and like what she could get up to. That's why. Yeah, because because Hera like didn't trust him. Well, what's to trust? No. Uh, but, but like every time Hera took it out on uh, girlfriends, uh, bastard children, and stuff like that, like Zeus never steps in. He's never like, "Hey, leave Hercules alone." He's like, "Wives be crazy," and all then right. just wanders off. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, you got this handled, right? See you later. She's like, "I'm gonna torture your son." He's like, "Well, see you later." I mean, you got you, <laughs> you got to do what you, I mean. You got to do what you got to do, right? All right, see you later. 
Yep. Yeah, he's like, he's like, mm, I gotta go. She's very angry. <laughs> the Greek gods, the, the, those stories are just so, they're so good and so funny. A lot of them. Uh, a lot of them are less funny. But they, they find Keb because when they compare the cluster of stargates that the Goa'uld had and that the ancients had, there's one difference between them and they they decide that that's probably Keb because if the gold the gold are not going to go to that planet they're not going to put it in their cartoon in their registry gated, yeah good addresses to go to in their windows registry <laughs> and they say uh the legend goes it's a land of great mountains i'm like sounds like the legend is the great banff national park in the rocky mountains <laughs> <laughs> They go to the, the planet, and it is indeed Banff National Park, which is the Canadian uh, Rocky Mountains. And uh, I just great I wish I wish O'Neill would like like say something along those lines. Like, looks like it looks like Banff. Be like, hey, this national park seems very familiar. Can we pass that tree? Uh, they Braytech is a master tracker, and uh, he starts tracking these Jaffa, and he's like, I see the skirmish and. One goes off this way and the others run off this way. And they stumble upon uh, a burnt up Jaffa. And they found the priestess dead, but there was there was no baby. So she's shot in the back and not burnt up like the other ones were burnt up. Yeah. And they're very like confused by the act of burning up, right? It's true. And a little burping action there. Okay. So they find the city, the the Keb city and a little monk man comes out and there are no the, the, the dime store Dalai Lama oh yeah he's so cute he's like welcome to our what do they call those monasteries in Buddhism well they call they call it's a monastery but they okay. they call it they call it a temple okay. in the show uh no weapons at the temple this is a shoes off kind of establishment and Jack be like, I'm not taking off my Daniel shoes already off. <laughs> right? We're he's not like, taking oh, off, or just... what are you doing? He's like, my shoes are already off. It just looked like the kind of shoes off place. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the monk always speaks in riddles. And... Isn't that so? See, isn't that like cliche though? Monks always <laughs> speaking in riddles, especially this like this kind of like Buddhist stuff. Um, like people want to take the piss out of Buddhism. Tell you riddles and stuff, and they're like, "Oh!" And some of these riddles sound like the kind of um, talking that you would if you were like telling jokes. <laughs> uh, Jack's a terrible Buddhist. He's just—he's—he's he's no good. He's got to go. He's—he <laughs> has no patience. Uh, he definitely doesn't. And so he leaves. He's like, "I'm going to go anywhere else." So <laughs> and he's like, "I'm going to." You guys Stay have fun. He's like, great, Daniel. Enjoy becoming a Buddhist. Uh, and then you hear the ancient uh, name, Oma Dasala, which means Mother Nature. And uh, she says, well, she doesn't, she's not there yet. She's still speaking through the monk. Uh, when the mind is free, the body is unnecessary. Uh, Braytak was there the whole time, too. And he was I like, love that. And I love that he just gets it. Yeah, he gets it like right away. He's like, his shoes are also off. He's like, yeah, shoes off. 
I got it. And he's, he's like, wearing yeah, you like have a great darkness. Hats. He's like, oh, he's talking. He's talking about. Yeah, he's like, I have a great. You have a great darkness in you. That's all you can't ascend. He's like, oh, you mean the the symbiote? Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. I'm not ready to die yet, so I'll see you later. Yeah. And he comes out feeling young. He's great text like, oh, I have seen the Buddhist light. I feel a young man of 85. Right? <laughs> it's like, okay. I was like, get it on, Raytac. Go knock a few back and be like, oh, I'm going to go recruit some more Jafads. I'm going to kill more gods again. Stuff. But that just shows you, isn't it great, though, that just Braytac's sitting there for like 10 minutes and he's just like, oh, I understand. All right, cool. Yeah. And Dan- and Daniel's still figuring it out. Yeah, well, he's he's wise in his old age. They tell you that Oma Dasala means Mother Nature. And this is the quote. I put down the quote, and it's most often found in fan videos for Stargate and stuff like that. It's, if you know immediately the candlelight is fire then the meal was cooked a long time ago yeah get it i like no. i like that no one, one does no <laughs> what is that i'm pretty uh, sure it just means know? nothing but it, it just means- sounded good but that's what that sounds like uh the kind of thing you would say if somebody's like oh, i'm a buddhist and you're like yeah whatever buddy if you think no, the candlelight was- is fire <laughs> i was thinking like you ever seen mystery men Yes. The Sphinx. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when he would just say nothing and people are just like, wow, that's so deep. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> that movie was criminally underrated. It is. Daniel puts his hand in the flame and it was hot. And he's told the, to believe that Oma lights the candle. So I guess like he's, he, they're like, um, oh, I cannot get your ship out. Like it's a bunch of like Yoda Jedi yeah. mind trick crap going on. Like you fail because you don't believe that kind of thing. Right. Uh, and Jack gets a little tired of waiting around for this. And he goes back inside. And Daniel uh, uh, is a, oh, okay. Jack's like, can we go already? Because this sucks and I'm tired of waiting around. I'm seriously bored. Uh, Daniel's like, don't you see? These walls are like a Bible. It shows you how to ascend to another plane of existence and like all this business. And, and O'Neill's like, like, uh-huh. He's like, I don't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh my God. Uh, and he shows Jack the candle trick and Jack's like, wow, incredible. Can we leave though? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> That's amazing. You lit a candle. We have candles on earth. How about that? how about it he's like nice magic okay so you're great with close-up magic that's interesting very interesting (laughs) uh and then daniel levitates jack's gun and jack's like that's more of a dangerous trick that you should not be doing (laughs) i don't know why you did that but also can we leave (laughs) (laughs) but that's great can we leave now thanks uh then then you see overhead you hear overhead some death gliders swinging through and then uh, Sam comes in and he's like, and Sam's like, hey, death gliders just showed up. So here we are. Mm. And Daniel's like, Sam, look at all my new magic. Sam's like, look, what I, look what I can do. He's like, <laughs> from Mad TV. Look what I can do. Don't. <laughs> and then she's like, how are you doing this? This is impossible. She's like, mm. This is suspicious. Whatever you're doing, there's something. 
they're like, don't you want to believe in the magic? And she's like, I want to no. research the magic a little bit before I'm like, yeah, 100% magic. It's like, I'm a, I'm a physicist, so this is ridiculously impossible. She's like, you control fire. Terrific. Can we leave the gold just showed up <laughs> in a death cloud? you remember those? You going to scare the ghoul with that fire or are we going to leave? I swear to you. They just have <laughs> no time for any religious epiphanies for Daniel. They're like, yeah, that's great. Take a picture. It'll last longer. Can we, can we leave? Because, I mean, hey. So now they can't leave because they've waited too long to watch Daniel have his religious epiphany. Uh, so they take up uh, battle stations. Yeah. Uh, to, to shoot up on some ghouls and Daniel sees a light beam. Uh, this is a very fast-paced episode. There's not like a lot of uh, filler time or any of that stuff, which is good. It's a real snappy one because they're almost done here. Daniel sees the light being and he follows her through a wall to where she's keeping the baby. And it's a wee baby. You know what I thought for like even a sec? Did you ever you seen Dune, right? Like the old one from yes. the 80s? Yeah. I thought this Harcesis child was gonna be like uh I forgot that baby's name. You know, the baby. Oh, uh Paul Atreides' sister. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like that, where like the baby's like over intelligent for its age. Yeah, it's walking at like three months old and like telekine- telekinetic. Right. I and, thought like, that's what, what what they had on their hands there. It's like a I forgot the um, Benny Jesuit baby or some crap like that. But it isn't a Benny Jesuit baby. It's just some baby. Mm-hmm. It's a random baby. Can I I just realized that this now a surprisingly fair of skin baby considering its parentage. Well I would think it would look more I mean- um, Apophis is light skinned. Well, yeah, Apoph- well, Apophis is light skinned, and Shari was also fair skinned. So, not that kind of fair skin. They look more Arabic than blue eyed, blonde hair. Yeah, I mean, hey, Shari, where are blue eyes coming from? Is some <laughs> secret Daniel DNA involved? I'm saying it is. Oh my God. I'm saying it might be. It all circles back to that, doesn't it? Hmm, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, what if it is like because it's a Harcesis and it, it what if it is like a little Benny Jesuit style and like Share herself could have had a little like genetic influence there where she's like, well, I'm gonna put a Daniel in that just you know. <laughs> I could. Because I could. That would be very that'd be very interesting. They're never gonna get into it, it doesn't matter. But that's like a nice little mm-hmm. uh that'd be pretty fun. Sorry for anyone who hasn't read Dune. I just finished reading Dune. So. Oh, you finished? I'm almost done. I thought at the end, well, we'll get into it. But I don't want to ruin the end for you, even though you've seen the movie, so I'm pretty sure you know what ends. Well, I've read the book about four times already. Oh, really? Dune, yeah. A bit of a wet, wet fart, but whatever. <laughs> so they're at the baby. They're at this adorable baby. Uh, and Daniel comes to the realization that uh, the magic was not with him, but with Oma de Sala. 
and you can like, see like you can see the disappointment in his face. I know. He's, he's like, just like, oh, like, not bad. like, oh, it's not me, Jesus. Oh. He's like, I can't believe I'm not magic. I just told two of my friends how I was magic, <laughs> and they were and like, you're I'm not magic, idiot. And I was not like, idiot. I am too. And now I got to go back and tell them I'm not magic. You're like, this is the worst. Also, the baby's safety is with Oma as well. Like, he can't do a better job than an ancient. Yes. Not that he knows that she's an ancient yet, but she is an ancient. And he's not going to be higher ascended being. Like, yeah, yeah. you're going to take care of him, okay? I guess Oma must is in charge of uh, burning Jaffa to the ground. So, mm-hmm. Daniel bursts out to tell everybody to drop their weapons because she's going to burn up everyone holding a weapon. So he's like, honest to God, put him down. You got to put him so down. She's, so she's like the predator. Like, you can't have a weapon in his presence or else he'll kill you. Right. Like, he runs out. He's like, I'm not magic, but the magic person is going to do magic. So put it down. <laughs> and she looks at him like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to take care of him because I'm going to teach him how to ascend. You're going to read him like Pete the Cat books. <laughs> yeah seriously she's like without words she's like you're gonna do a better job you <laughs> you. you you none of this says we'll do a better job <laughs> you thought you were magic because <laughs> you lit a candle you thought you were magic <laughs> but oma burns them all up and the monk ascends like obi-wan kenobi style There's- Monk rolls yeah. down. So that means he could have ascended no at any time. Yeah. But he chose to be lying there for a bit, I guess. Or waited for Oma to finish what was going on. I mean, I it might probably be pretty distracting to watch the guy monk ascend in the middle of all that chaos. Yeah, I guess. Uh Oma Oma takes the baby and just gets out of there she just ancients the gate and just gates away and they Mm -hmm. didn't even look at where she died oh wait it wouldn't have lit up where she dialed because she just turned that on with her ascendedness yeah she wouldn't have to use a dhd because it'd be like no i can control the gate with my mind and uh and that's the end of the episode daniel goes to leave and uh jack has to remind him to put his shoes back on because he loves i love that last line I love that last line. He's like, Daniel, shoes? Daniel's like, oh, geez, I forgot in all this chaos. You know, I mean, I get it. No shoes. Candle lighting shoes. and stuff. He's like, I'm magic. I don't need shoes. Magic people don't need shoes. He's like, no, Daniel, you're not magic. How many stars do you give this wonderful episode? I like this episode. I give it a complete five. I gave it a complete five as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a real, it's a good, nice, zippy one. What, cat? She's going to sneeze. Oh, is she awake? She has a sneeze face. She had sneeze face on. <laughs> okay. I think she's allergic to herself. Oh, it's a real snappy episode. No B-plot going on where you have to, like, follow some other whatever. Like, Sam and Tilk were, they're like, we're off to go explore what's going on, where it's going on. But you don't yeah, and- follow them into that, like. No need to keep up with what they're doing. They're not yeah, doing there, there was a little bit of like philosophy, you know, dime store philosophy. Mm. You know, some some people got it, some people don't. You saw some magic. Daniel thought he was magic. 
O'Neal, O'Neal was O'Neal, Teal'c was Teal'c. You know? Yeah, this see, and I, I think I liked it. Not that I don't like a good B plot or anything like that, but like it clips along at like such a good pace when it's just focused on the one story, the Harsis's story. Yeah, there was no B plot like Hammond had to go like shop for his granddaughter or something. Right. <laughs> or like somebody somewhere else in distress, and then there's distress over here too. Uh so all in all, a five stars, you get your first ancient. Uh, you get some myth. So it's a mythology episode. So you get the Harsesis baby and the yeah, first mention of ascending to another existence. Yeah, but you don't know it's an ancient yet. You just think it's some random alien. That's true. If this is your first go around, you're not going to be like, what an ancient. Although he mentions the ascension in the writings on the wall. But I don't, he doesn't make the connection that that's the same people for the gate. Yeah, he figures it's for any ascension being that can do it. I watched the promo for next week. It looks like Daniel loves him a crystal skull. Oh, oh I remember that one. That's a, that's a pretty good one, too. I love, I've always loved the crystal skull um, theories and stuff like that. I know they're all... Yeah. Um, Debunked and like bunk or whatever. I even liked Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. So I like parts of that movie. I do too. But I like that. I feel like people didn't like it because it wasn't in that pulp 1930s way that Indiana but Jones it, was up until then. It wasn't supposed to be though. He's supposed to be older and he's supposed to be the 50s. It makes I sense know. that he'd be fighting Russians. But I mean, I think what ruined it too was uh, Shia LaBeouf. Well, he wasn't. The, I mean, there's always some questionable. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't much care for that because uh, uh, what's her name would have been far too young. They're, that's a questionable mm-hmm. relationship at best. And they did the whole alien, you know, and I like sex machina. But that's a 1950s thing. It's like Attack of the 50 Foot Woman style. So like the 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 film style to me was a send up to that time period of like uh, sci-fi movie making. Yeah. But I, I think that and, and the refrigerator scene kind of ruined it for most people. Well, they, that's just because that's not scientifically accurate, but it wasn't meant to be because neither is the 50 foot woman. <laughs> neither is true. Uh, Godzilla versus Mothra or whatever. Yeah. I guess people are looking for more, a bit more realism, but you know, whatever. realism, like the Ark of the Covenant. I get it. <laughs> or like the Holy Grail, where he <laughs> drinks from it and like he just melts. I'm just saying, people real picky about what thing they're looking for in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I, lo- I loved how over the top the Russian bad guys were. I mean, those accents were big. Oh no, that was that was great. Wow. And I'm sorry, Kate Blanchett was awesome in that movie. Washed. Whatever, everybody can fight me on the internet if they want, but I thought that that movie was good. And I'm, but I'm not like out to hate movies. I don't want to hate them. I like movies so much that if they're bad, they're profoundly bad. If I'm like, this wasn't good, that's that's a really bad movie because I will. That's that's how I feel about the fountain. I do not like the fountain. I thought that was a giant waste of time. I understood what what Arnowski was trying to do. I understood um, it was like. You know, it was a transcendent. It was like love transcends time or whatever, but mm. it was a better way to execute it. <laughs> well, I tell you, man, 
people be grouchy out there online. <laughs> uh, got anything you want to add for the week? Um, no. Uh, everybody watch my watch. Listen to my podcast. I considered putting these on YouTube for a while, but uh, I don't think I will. I don't know if I can take like the criticism of YouTube. But think People about it though. Mean. You can you you can you can get monetized and you'll be making some money on the side. <laughs> they won't be making any money. <laughs> uh, this is a passion project, to be sure. Now, like people on YouTube, I made like videos on YouTube seven years ago or something mm-hmm. like that for a college course, and it still gets comments. Uh, well, I mean, that's seven years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they'd be like, like I did like a five minute like quick jaunt through uh like a a history of manhattan thing and people were like in the comments they're like technically you know you didn't say this and and al capone did this or whatever and i'm like bro it's a five minute college video shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) this isn't the history channel yeah i'm pretty sure if you did it now you'll get some but i'm pretty sure you'll have people that like it and people be like i had like an elvis costello video uh from a concert quite a long like five six years ago and people be like, this video is not good. And I'm like, yeah, I shot it on like what amounts to a flip phone. That's what was going on back then. You got a better video from this concert than I'm all ears, baby. <laughs> well, you should put that in the comments when they comment stuff like that. I don't say nothing. I mean, if you're digging out this video from six years ago, I mean, get a life. <laughs> True. So, but that makes me, uh, that discourages me from like putting up podcasts. Um, youtube videos i know we'll get more listeners doing that but like i don't know i don't need people to be like you can't even pronounce their names you don't know the call sign that they punch into the thing on their wrists you called it oh my god for the iris right you can't remember it's called a dhd you don't know what dhd stands for like (sighs) no guy yeah i I don't know Uh, i'll revisit it later maybe i'll get some more (laughs) self-confidence In the meantime, you can fill me with self-confidence by reaching out to me on Twitter at ZPM Stargate, uh, liking our Facebook group, and emailing us at ZPMStargate at gmail.com. Buy a t-shirt at TeePublic or linked below. And otherwise, enjoy your week, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.